Welcome to the How Writers Write podcast, a show focused on inspiring and empowering you to become a better writer. Come along as we deconstruct the tips, routines, and motivations of your favorite authors. In the end, it's all about getting your story onto the page. Welcome to Monday Motivation, composing and editing tools. We are just a few days away from 2020. New year, new decade, and boy oh boy, I am so excited I can hardly contain myself. To celebrate, on this Thursday, January 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm hosting a free webinar on how to crush your writing goals. The content is like the light, light version of the online course that I offer, but without the workbook and the full deep dive. In the 60-minute webinar format, we can just only get through so much. But if you want some quick pointers on setting your writing goals in 2020, if you want to ask some questions and get inspired, I'd love to have you join me. Check out my Instagram or Facebook page to find the link to join, and I'll also add the link in the show notes for this episode. Okay, so coming off the heels of last week's Monday Motivation, which was pretty intense, I'm going to do a series that is super practical, super nuts and boltsy, aka the writing tools. These tools can be anything like cool software, mental models, little cheats, or just time-proven ways of doing things. I've been thinking a lot about how to organize these talks. I'm going to break up the tools into four buckets. Today, we're going to discuss composing and editing tools. Next week, we'll discuss organizational tools. The week after, concentration tools. And then finally, some ideas of what tools you can use if you are a novelist, poet, screenwriter, or short story writer. Now, I haven't recorded all of these yet, so who knows how this changes before it's all said and done. We are all on this journey together. Talking about being on this journey together, I'd love to do a kind of like podcast hive mind with this series. I only use some of these tools, so I'd love for you to comment on our Instagram and Facebook posts to share your favorite tools, and in the end, I'll pull them all together in a big post to share with everyone. Just to say it before we go any further, I am not sponsored or supported in any way with any of the companies or tools I'm going to discuss. I'm just trying to give my honest review and opinion. Last thing I'll say, tools are great right up until the point when they aren't. Basically, when the lack of a tool becomes an excuse for why you don't write. I do this a lot. I may not have the right pencil or a piece of paper or chair or whatever, and I'll come up with a million excuses of why I shouldn't do my day's work. That is all bullshit. There are no excuses. At the end of the day, you're just going to have to write with whatever you have. Okay, so when I think of composing tools, I think of a long line. On the left-hand side of the line are the simplest tools, and on the right-hand side of the line are the most robust. As you move from left to right, you get more power, but also more complexity, and a potentially steeper learning curve. There's a trade-off there. On the furthest left side of the composing tools line is just plain old paper with a pencil or pen. I bet we humans have been writing with paper and some kind of writing stick for longer than any other tool. It's just so simple. You can be ready to write in seconds, and it is affordable for just about anyone. I think it might be easy to discount this method, but there are some tremendous benefits. For one, 
you are disconnected from the internet. Our world is so full of distractions that, I swear to God, the next Shakespeare won't write King Lear because she'll be just too busy tweeting. For some of you, you might need to restrict your digital access in order to get your 500 or 1,000 words in each day, and that is something that a paper and pen allows you to do. Another benefit is that writing with paper is slow. Your mind works with your hand, and a kind of symbiotic relationship arises. Actually, when I first started writing, I did all of my composing on paper, and I still do compose freehand if I'm stuck on a scene and I just can't seem to type it out. Slowing down to write produces a different quality of work, and then at the end, I get the added benefit of a second draft when I go type the scene into my software. But where good old paper and pencil fall short is when you get into complex projects, especially if you have multiple drafts of a project. This is ultimately why I gave it up. It was just insanely hard to keep drafts, chapters, scenes, edits, characters, and everything else organized. Sometimes I'd make a small change in one scene, forget about it, and then 50 pages later, find out that I forgot to update the detail and I'd have to go back and straighten the entire narrative out. Just was too much hassle. Okay, so next to paper and pencil would probably be the typewriter. And I know some of you out there are going to swear by a typewriter, but because it is kind of hybrid between writing by hand and using a word processor, I'm going to skip over the typewriter altogether and jump right to using tools like Microsoft Word or Google Docs. I'm sure there are tons of word processors out there, but I'm guessing a vast majority of people use one of those too. I think word processors are a great option for a few reasons. Obviously, there's easy-peasy editing and composition. We're all so comfortable in these tools because they've just so thoroughly taken over modern life. If you know how to write an email, chances are you can be comfortable with a word processor. Also, with some forethought, organizing your longer pieces can be done. You can create folders in the cloud for each draft, section, scene, or whatever. And on a quick side note, there is absolutely no reason for writers not to use the cloud. None. Just do it. Save your work somewhere like Google Drive or Microsoft OneDrive where you can't lose it, can't just disappear, and you can access it anywhere with almost any device. Another option for organization with the word processor is to have one huge file with the entire draft of your novel or memoir. If you write poems, you can have a page for each poem or more. And you can even use it easily to write a 20-page short story. Tools like Find and Replace and Spellchecker make word processors, I'd guess, probably the most popular way to compose. So where do word processors fall short? Well, I think it is easy again to get unorganized with draft, scenes, and changes. I found it really tough to move scenes around, and I'd get lost with all the changes that I'd make. I'd wind up with file names like, you know, the name of my novel, underscore final, underscore v1, underscore one, dash two, dash updated, dash final, dash no last scene. Like, what does that even mean? That said, there's something about the combination of power, accessibility, and cost which is just really attractive. Google Docs is completely free. Free! I think you can maybe even find the same thing with Microsoft Word Online. Next up, and the furthest right you can go on our imaginary line, are the writing tools like Scrivener, Final Draft, and Ulysses. 
This is software that is specifically designed for writers. So full disclosure, I'm a rabid Scrivener fan. I've used it for about five years now across many different computers, including Macs and PCs, as well as now even on my iPad. I used Ulysses for a hot second, but I just didn't see enough of a reason to switch from Scrivener. I've never used Final Draft because it is a software designed specifically for screenwriters and I've never written a screenplay. So if you have, if you're a screenwriter out there, leave a comment on the Instagram post that will accompany this podcast of your review. What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Who might be able to use it and benefit from it? So I bet most writers have heard of Scrivener or one of those tools, but a lot of writers don't know if they should use it. These big software tools, I think, are best for writers who are working on long, complex projects with multiple characters, plots, scenes, chapters, etc. The reason why is that the software makes it really easy to move scenes, chapters, even entire sections of a book around and keep it organized. I found rearranging a draft remarkably simple. There's also the ability to add all sorts of markup, editing, and comments. But the magic of something like Scrivener is that you can decide what makes it out of Scrivener in an export. I love this feature so much because it allows me to do whatever I want within Scrivener. I can add comments. I can make things different colors, different text sizes, whatever really I want. But then when I go to export it, it exports out as a perfectly clean, readable, standardized Word doc. I could do an entire podcast on Scrivener, but quickly, some additional features include mind mapping, a system for creating a spreadsheet-like plot, and an easy way to export your project for self-publishing. The downside of Scrivener is that there is a learning curve to get going. I think if you're generally comfortable on a computer, the curve to get up and running is probably pretty short. I learned Scrivener just one feature at a time, and there are a ton of YouTube videos and even a Scrivener for Dummies book, but there's also a cost to buying the software. At the time of this recording in 2019, it was $49, and I believe that's for a lifetime access. You can try it out for 30 days at no cost if you're on the fence. There is an iPad app that is also paid, and I think it's around the same amount, like $49. And what's cool is that the two versions do sync between each other. So you can do a bunch of work on your computer, save it, and then open the same project later on an iPad. See if you're traveling or just don't have access to your computer for whatever reason. To round out this podcast on composing and editing tools, there are also some miscellaneous tools that I've used and really loved. One of those tools is Grammarly. It is an excellent above and beyond grammar and spell checker. It has a bunch of features that Microsoft Word and Google Docs just don't really do, including defining the tone and level of the reader before it gives you the edits. It's pretty cool. I used it extensively in my MFA program, and it really helped me. There is a free and paid version for those of you out there. So if you want to give it a shot, you can do that. One other thing that's cool about Grammarly is that there is a download for Microsoft Word. So you can actually have it running while you're typing in Word. I've also started to mess around with a software called AutoCrit, and it looks to be an insanely powerful tool. I'm only a week or so into it, so the review is pending. It seems like to me that it's like a copy editor was transformed into a piece of software. There's a free and paid version of this tool as well. But if you do your own self-editing, I think this might be a great tool for you to check out. Last, there's also this interesting family of keyboards, 
just for composition. One is called FreeWrite, another is called AlphaSmart, which I'm not sure if the AlphaSmart is being made anymore, but these are great little keyboards where there's just a little super small screen and all you can do is write. That's it. So you type a bunch of stuff, it shows up on the screen, and then you're able to export whatever you type from the keyboard directly into your computer where then you can edit and organize it as much as you want. Okay, so I hope this quick guide helps you get your mind around what might be good tools for you to use to compose and edit. Remember, though, these are just tools. No need to get hung up on which ones you have or don't have. At the end of the day, the key here is to put good words down on the page. But hopefully, some of these tools can help you in that most hallowed endeavor. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you have a wonderful week of writing. And I hope you share your thoughts on what tools you use to compose and edit as well. Thank you. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling, every day.